Now, with us both being the oldest of four, I am curious, McCall, did you ever have a disagreement in the house when it came to pizza night, H.A. McCall at VFX, as to what toppings to get? Not really. No. Okay. Not really. What we about ha- when you were with friends? No. See, because my buddy Corey is a big sausage guy, but nobody else was really a big sausage guy, so right. never really did we ever get sausage. Right. But if you're not a pepperoni person, you're hoping... You know, to get sausage, or as my dad told me, we could never get a plain cheese pizza because it was a waste. You had to get something on it. Okay. Well, good news. Pepperoni prices are soaring, so you might be able to finally win the topic argument. Oh, okay. See, for us, like, when we would do pizza at our house, we would do um, pepperoni and black olive or just black olive and cheese. Gross. So. Both gross. But. I ain't eating in that house. We, uh. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, that was when I was gr- growing up. Now I'm like, okay, can I get a chicken bacon ranch pizza? I'm and like that. all of these fancy pizzas because I didn't realize they existed until I was like 17 years old. I was like, oh my gosh, mom, these pizzas exist. And she's like, I know they were too expensive. Yeah, they are. That's true. Pizza joints are reporting prices starting to go up because of pepperoni shortages. And the mere fact of the matter is, is that meat plants don't have people. To process the meat, therefore, there's no pepperoni. In fact, the South Dakota uh, pizza place has seen the price per pound of pepperoni go from 287 to 412. Oh wow, that is yeah, that's a lot. That's crazy. One and a half percent. So now you're gonna have to conserve. Now you can't order pepperoni. I mean, you got to get something else. You got to get something else. Otherwise, it's gonna be crazy expensive. Now, now your pepperoni pizzas, McCall, are gonna charge the same as your chicken bacon ranches. Dumb. Yeah. I don't really care. It makes me think, though, Ashley and I like to do this thing. uh, It's one of our simple meals where she gets, I think they're English uh, muffins. Uh Uh-huh. And then you cut them, and then you get, you know, shredded cheese, marinara sauce, pepperoni, whatever else, jalapenos, and then you put them in the, you just bake them, right? Yeah. So I got a couple little mini pizzas. I got a couple little, those little tiny uh, bags that those pepperonis come and sit in my fridge right now. I might be sitting on my retirement plan right there. (laughs) Maybe. Possibly. Other places are going to need some pepperonis. I mean, I got some. I got some. Maybe. All I'm saying. As you know, the AJ McCall Show have a little bit of a connection to some of those magical creatures that operate on the holidays. You know, we've talked to Santa before. Yeah. Well, uh, the Tooth Fairy is in uh, need of our help. In oh, fact, boy. she is running out of supplies. Uh-oh. And it, I'd like start- to, I, I want to make the pitch that it's good for kids, but I guess we'll see. Okay. I was going to say, better start ripping your teeth out. She needs more. That's not the supply she's oh. short on. Oh. Now, I don't want to go as far as to say that you should uh, quarantine yourselves from the Tooth Fairy. Okay. But the Tooth Fairy deals in a... Mouth. Well, not not technically, but oh. I, I mean, I guess technically, but not really. AJ McCall at VFX. I was going to say deals in a payment plan that at this point is deemed mostly not sanitary. Dollars with right? coins. But what's going on is, you know, what the Tooth Fairy has to do. She got to run to the bank, get all the money out for the teeth. But right now, there's a shortage of coins and dollars. And we've talked about this a little bit, and now it's affecting the Tooth Fairy. She gave the AJ McCall show the heads up. Oh, rude. Rude. The Tooth Fairy just wants to do her job, y'all. Though, what was was the average price? I'm going to Google that again. Dude, I don't remember. It was like five bucks or something like that, which is ridiculous. I didn't get get anything like that. I lost a tooth, and the Tooth Fairy- Tooth Fairy would come in if we had like gold dollars and stuff. Yeah. So it was always like cool, do- cool gold dollars or like 50 cent pieces Ooh. or something like that. Apparently teeth is not a good industry anymore. Uh, in 2018, it immensely? in 2018, the Tooth Fairy paid an average of three bucks and 70 cents per tooth. That's 43 cents down from 2017 where it was 413 a tooth. Crazy. And apparently that's almost a dollar less than what it was in 2016. Teeth ain't apparently a good industry anymore. The point is, is that the Tooth Fairy let us know maybe some IOUs rolling out for a little bit before everything gets taken care of. And, you know, if you could trust anyone with money, I think it's a magical creature. Ironically enough, McCall, and I don't want to see any businesses close, but on the same, uh, the same line of thinking... Laundromats are, and I quote, freaking out because of the shortage of coins in circulation right now. Yeah. I I felt that because for some reason, 
Most laundromats decide to operate not in modern technology, right. and they still have those push coin things from like you know 1970. You know, forever. Yeah, I remember as a kid, my parents, uh, my dad specifically had to use the laundromat to wash his clothes, and it was a place that I think at some point had been like a gravel pit, okay, because it had just been replaced by sand, and they had like a fire truck. That probably, I think, honestly, burst into flames because it was basically the shell of it, and then they turned the back into a slide, and that was the playground. That's ironically cool. enough. While we're on the side, I lost a tooth at that watch that laundromat, so it goes full circle. See, I tried to uh, back when after my mom first got divorced, we were living in Brigham City, and we did not have a washer or dryer. It was like right. my mom's first like adult quote unquote purchase. I know, right? They're crazy. They're ridiculous. But we ended up going to the laundromat. And I remember I had not yet graduated high school. And I remember doing like the whole West Side Story thing inside of the laundromat. So they have the little like push push things, you yeah. know, the carts and stuff. And I was like riding those things all over the place. Man, I was crushing it. I think my mom got a kick out of it. I think she said I was funny. <laughs> Or maybe like that's where I've skewed my perception. So every time I think of laundromats, I remember that one time that I was like Maria in the West Side Story. So you keep that positive Thank feeling, you. McCall. Thank you. Not a positive feelings when you bring up unwritten rules yeah. to be McCall Taylor. And I have bad news for her. I had one yesterday that she completely <laughs> tried to hijack. Sorry. All right. Well, obviously we got to start for the debate today by asking the McCall Taylor. What do you think this unwritten rule is? Did you just keep giving me skeptical I, eyes? I don't know. You keep saying there's this unwritten rule there is. between your friends, significant others, yep. and you. Yep. AJ and McCall at VFX. Like, you keep you giving me skeptical eyes. You just don't talk to them, Give me your period. best. You don't talk to them. That's the unwritten rule? I thought so. You never have a conversation no. with your best friend, significant others. No. How many friends you got again? None. Right. Okay. Hello? Just making sure. But like, no. if I if I think about like Dustin's friends, I don't really talk with Dustin's friends. Like, I'll talk with Dustin's friends, ladies. But that's the, it. The unwritten rule is that for your friends, significant others, wives as a fella, or vice versa, or same, depending on whatever, whatever, you know, whatever it is, whatever your preference, my dude. If they not not any photos, you can't excessively, obviously, but that's kind of a general rule for everyone. But if they're looking hot in a picture, can't like it. Cannot like it. You are not allowed to. It is an unwritten rule. It's kind of more serious, I think, for the guy's side. Cannot do it. Yeah? I'm trying to discern if you're, like, convincing yourself you're no, into this. No, I'm just, I just don't understand, like, how people are like, heads up, guys, don't like this picture because, like, that makes it really, I mean, that we makes don't, it awkward. Duh. We don't get together and have, like, a meeting about it. Well, yeah, you better not it's because just, that's just it's, common courtesy. <laughs> what are you going to do? Walk up to the lady. Imagine before social media exists, your best friend's girl is looking fine. What are you going to do? Walk up and be like, hey, shoddy, you look fine. I mean, no, you can, you're not. Why can't... <laughs> No, no. no. I was going to say, you look nice. You could say that. No, but you can't. No, you can like all their other social media content. Also, this is different because they put it on social media, and social media is the general public. Yeah, but you can't. No. Like, yes. you just you just know. But That's not what you should the do. The unwritten rule is you can't like it. Duh. Cannot like it. Duh. Like, I feel like this is just obvious. I don't know. I, I, I'm friends with some of Dustin's friends on social media, and... Like, I would never go through and like any, really any of their posts at all. I forgot. Like, I'm giving this unwritten rule to the the friendless giant over there. Shut up. So what? That's so mean. <laughs> I'll like it if, like, their whole family's in in a picture or something. Okay. But I if need it's to just, clarify like, a solo dolo you. picture, no, I'm oh, not no, going to be like. No, 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 no. That's not the unwritten good rule. Good job. You're that's living not, your best that's life. That's not the unwritten rule. The unwritten rule is. They have to look hot in the photo. So, like, it's summertime. If they are, like, at the beach, bikinis, can't like it. Cannot yeah. like it. Yeah. But if they're just, like, outside hiking and they're, like, guffed up, because you can like that one. That one's fine. 
You don't under, you're not understanding the subtleties of the unwritten. You're just blatantly like, never like anything. Only your significant other. You know what? Let's get a bomb shelter. Die together. That's it. That's what you're doing. No, I'm That's not. Exactly I'm not either. Doing. You know, but you're over here like, obviously, the only attractive pictures that they put up are bikini pictures. And it's like, that's not obvious- the case at all. Okay, like- feminism. Quick tea. <laughs> I was just giving an example. That's okay. an easy one. Everyone can wrap their head here's, around. Here's the answer. Okay. I just don't like anything because it's like, meh, whatever. If it's like a picture of their family or something, I'll be like, yeah, you guys look great. Good job. Woohoo. Families and stuff. That's cool. People like that. Yeah. Do it. Family things. Don't you, can you just see why I consider McCall one of my best friends? Just the <laughs> immense support like that that I have in my life. You're like, man, AJ, you. I just, how do you, how do you ever feel down about yourself without that kind of support? I know, AJ, right? I like your posts. By the way, I think they for look the good. Record, good job. Thumbs up emoji. Great. <laughs> for the record, ten gold stars. I'm, I'm not going to say that it was necessarily the Illuminati, but this was the poll of the day. And it went up on Twitter, which majority on Twitter says, don't Duh. worry about it. Just po- just like, which is wrong. No, totally. But I, I know that the Illuminati was involved because it was on Facebook and then it got taken down. Facebook, like you're an actual piece, piece of trash. Because they're trying to protect the unwritten rule. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. The rule is don't like anything your ever? friends. Yeah. Don't like anything ever. Sure. You know, if you don't like anything ever, there's no way you're going to have to explain, well, why did you like this? Just no there's no foot and mouth moment. You know, and this is like I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. Here's a lesson to be learned in this, okay? If you don't like anything ever on a subject of other other things, you're never disappointed. I knew that's exactly where you were going. I'm just kidding. If you never have dreams, if you don't have expectations, then you can never fail. Then you're never disappointed. <laughs> is I mean, that's where we are. This is really where totally. we are in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. It's really what it is. Like, at some point, you know, back in June, we were all like, all right, the back half of the year is going to be our year. Now, granted, it really hasn't been terrible. It just hasn't really gone. It's just kind of flatlined. So I guess it hasn't gotten worse. But, yeah, that's that's 2020 in a nutshell, really. Like, can't have expectations because you ain't going to meet them. AJ McCall at VFX. We, of course, got to start with the three headlines. We got to have stories and criminals to pick from. What? No. So, McCall, if you would oblige. <sighs> okay. We got story number one, which involves a guy changing a stranger's tire. That's nice. He robbed him. That's not so, like, was that his end? Because that's not so yep. nice. Man, I can tell you, like, nobody robbed me, but that is genius. Because I've been no. like, Pfft. no. Like, I know how to do it now, and I've done it, but I'm always up for help. When it comes to cars in right. general. Right. So okay. there's story number one. Then we got. <laughs> so close to a good deed, man. You're so close to a good deed. Then we got story number two, which involves a 78 year old that got arrested for vandalizing his neighbor's grave five years after he died. Oh, man. Don't do not do that. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I try very hard. <laughs> I've been to a couple recently. Not to walk on the plots. You vandalize, you jerk. Yeah. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy in a Hawaiian shirt that got arrested after getting drunk on Four Loco and swinging a five-foot branch at cars. Killing it. I'm not against more details, but was the Hawaiian shirt critical to the story? Yes. And of course it was Four Locos. Of course it was critical to the story (laughs) because it involves the Four Locos. It's It's like a pairing in like redneck heaven. Oh my gosh. He's swinging a tree. Look, here's the deal. We already know. I don't know a ton about cars. No. AJ and McCall at VFX. You do not. And That's okay. My general idea is that of uh, the horror movie. You never get out of the car. And then we hear story number one, and I'm like, all right, I never get out of the car. <laughs> don't pick up hitchhikers. Don't give money to people that are have signs on the side of the road. Don't let people change my tire. I'm never getting out of the car again. Yep. And actually, Cody, before we get to story number one, don't you th- in story number three, like the, the Hawaiian shirt thing, those are always like classified, right, as like super comfortable. Like when it's on, it's party time. But the only one that's like, nah, I, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think so, man. I think time has passed the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Seems okay. like you have to be over 65 to pull it off. Yeah. Okay. He's not wrong. I th- unless, unless you're a frat boy. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say fedora either way. Yeah, fedora either way. 
All right, Corey, let's hear these full stories here, see if we can get you a W. All right. Okay, so we got story number one. A couple got a flat tire on a Saturday night, and a stranger said, hey, I'll change it for you, which is very nice of him. But when he was done with it, he pulled out a gun, demanded their money and their phones. So I, I got to tell you. I don't know, man. It's a good plan. I would totally no. fall for that. No. I'm not saying it's a good idea. It's mm-hmm. just a good plan. Yeah. Um, so there's story number one. Now they were 28 and 27. Again, they are still trying to find this guy. So we I don't know how old do. he, was. he was. He was this close. He was this close to just, he would have good deed. Yeah. And then we got story number two. This guy knows how to hold a grudge. 78-year-old man was arrested for leaving dead animals on his neighbor's grave five years. Five years after this guy died. So they're called the vandalism. He dressed up as a woman whenever he did it, though, to avoid being caught. Of course. So he'd go over, leave a dead animal, and then bounce. Maybe they used to be friends and talk about hunting all the time. Mm -mm. He was like, game still goes on without you, bro. Cheers. Nope. I guess they owned a farm right next to him. They didn't get along. There were a couple of lawsuits at one point in time. The feud apparently just lived on. I just... I don't know, really? man. I don't know how that's really so much revenge on the, the guy that's passed away. It's just it, you're just kind of being a jerk to the groundskeeper. <laughs> he's got like dead armadillos. Anyway, <laughs> he's on the hook for twenty five hundred dollars in damages to the gravestone. He should. It should be a creative punishment. He should also have to clean that guy's headstone. Right. Like once a month for a whole year or something. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy in a Hawaiian shirt that got arrested after he got drunk on Four Loco. And found a five-foot-long tree branch and started swinging it at different cars. This sounds like a toddler. He uh, he was swinging it at passing motorists and tapping on windows. And it ended up getting him locked up. I mean, <laughs> I, excuse me, have you seen my tree? Excuse me, whoppa! Hawaiian shirt, khaki shorts. He looked impaired at stopped traffic. I guy didn't have a care in the world. The khaki shorts, Hawaiian shirt. Blitzed out of his skull. He told investigators he had downed a single four loco three hours earlier. <laughs> that dude's a lightweight. I'm clearly like, wow, I'm really, I, I can't get over all of the details in this. Like, no word <laughs> on what kind of branch he had, whether it was oak, cedar, or pine. <laughs> Well, see, that would have made such a huge difference, obviously. I, I, I don't know. At, at the jail, his uh, breathalyzer blood alcohol content was 0.212, so he lied. Unless he must have been drinking like four locos four times every like half an hour, hour since three hours Seriously? ago. Yeah, <laughs> pounding them. So there you go. There's three crazy stories. I can't get over this third story. Cody, I kind of like three just because, like you said at the beginning, you got to be over 65 pulled off. We didn't get made to that guy. But this dude's clearly like the old man who does not give an F. Yeah, he's 61. Oh, there you go. He's 61. Oh, man. Well, um, I think if I, if I could further define the tree branch as oak or pine, that might help. <laughs> I mean, that would really, like, we're like 90% of the way there. That would lock it in a full hundo. <laughs> I lost it with that. Uh, for sure going with three, guys. Okay. This is too good of a story. Yeah, I mean, it just made too much sense. McCall's losing it. It's a no-brainer, which apparently Four Locos gives you. Is it story number three? <laughs> it is, Cody. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. We got you hooked up with either Johnny O's Spud Nuts or a uh, Logan River Golf Course Pass. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay, sounds great, guys. Thanks. All right, so what do I need to know, McCall, is where did story number one take place? Because i got to know specifically next time I'm traveling where I'm not allowed to stop and have someone help me change my tire. St. Louis. Midwest, come on. We're supposed to be kind. Uh, They tried, I guess. (sighs) All right, as the representative of the Midwest, I would like to say that that person does not represent all of us on Florida, not on VFX. Makes me sad. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm just not getting out of the car. I'm just not getting out of the car. No. So uh, I actually have a fun story. Speaking of not getting out of the car, because uh, cars are getting steeled. You just further drive at home. This than one. I just... This one actually happened in Maine. Oh, okay. Well, then it didn't actually right. happen because that state's right. completely fake. Right. Okay. Bonus Florida, not from a state that is completely fake. You all know what that is. It's Maine. Maine. For a long time, I thought for sure it was also Montana, but I've been there and I've seen it. So unless Canada's really pulling the wool over my eyes, I think it's just Maine at this point. Yep. 
AJ yep. McCall on VFX. So what happened in Maine? Well, you know, somebody decided I should probably steal this SUV. Upgrade. Got it. Yeah. Just needed a little bit of an upgrade. So I guess this guy stopped because this family had stopped to take some pictures. And he was like, cool, perfect timing. Going to swoop de doop in and get me this car. Few minutes later, this guy got in the pa- into the driver's seat. When the man spotted, his name is Benjamin Parker. He ran to the vehicle to stop him from driving away. During the ensuing struggle, Benjamin Parker then hit the victim in the head with a Bible because he wanted the car. The victim was able to pull Benjamin Parker from the vehicle, even though he had been smashed in the head with a Bible. That's not a skinny book either. No, it is. It is dense. That is how you, if you have like a ganglion cyst in your wrist, that is what you do. You smack it over the, over with the Bible. Pop it. Ridiculous. Anyway, Parker was found behind a house on Cedar Street with said Bible because I guess he just had to take it with him. So they recovered the Bible. They arrested this guy and he got charged with robbery, assault, and a probation violation. He's got the right reading material. He's not really absorbing the lessons from it. You know. Well, maybe he thou thought. Thou shall not steal. Thou I know shalt that's not a thing. Smack someone in the face with the Bible, I'm pretty sure is in there. That's kind of the unwritten 11th I think Amendment, it's I think. Amendment. Excuse me. <laughs> ah. And then he Crushed was it. cast in fire because he messed up the commandments. <laughs> My bad. It is now just the McCall it's show. Like, it's like put in parentheses and penciled in down there. Yeah. Do not read use the Bible the as, a, as a weapon. Please don't use this to hit someone in the face. Anyway. It's like right, right next to thou shalt not kill. Yeah. It's like right there. It's like, look, this family just wanted to enjoy some time taking pictures with each other. Why did you have to come in here? Ruin the, a, a perfectly fine day. You know, here's a cool idea, okay? If you want something... <clears throat> earn the money and buy it yourself. But that's so much longer. Look, and then you end up like the amount of like justification that it has to take to be at a place where you're like, okay, I'll just steal this car. <sighs> like, okay, they will catch Walk you. Carrying they a will Bible. find you. There is an SUV, I'm sure, GPS tracker. There are plenty of ways to be able to find you. And then you got to live with that guilty conscience. You're going to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. Just again, after story uh, number one from Florida Night, where a dude offered to change a tire, change a tire, and then robbed the couple yeah. he held. I ain't ever getting out of the car because Ashley and I do that. You got to take pictures of signs when you go to national parks, oh, you go yeah. to places. Absolutely. See a scenic pull out, you stop by. T- I'm just never getting out of the car. She's never getting out of the car. Not happening. Yeah. But you have bonus Florida knot. Honestly, McCall, I think that I have bonus Florida knot for you. Though, let's be honest, we all know that McCall's a bit of a real estate junkie. You ain't ready for this listing in Missouri. What? You ain't ready. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. We all know McCall's a bit of a real estate junkie. No, I'm not. Runs in the family. And I guess you could consider this bonus Florida not okay. a little bit, but it's not in use as far as I could tell, so okay. maybe not quite there. There's a single-family home for sale in Fayette, Missouri. Fayette! It comes with two bedrooms, two bathrooms, and Uh-oh. would you like to guess what in the basement? A dog? No. A dragon? No. What else starts with the D? Dumpster? Why are you so focused on the D? I don't know. Nine jail cells. Why? The 1875 Howard County Sheriff's House and Jail also had That's a booking cool. room in the basement. And they're legit, too. There's That's actually cool. a link on our Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. It. So if you ever thought to yourself, man. I want to own. I need a, a legit office. threat next time the kids are really acting no. a fool. No. Down to the no. timeout cells. They've kept them in pretty decent shape, too, from what I've seen some of the pictures. You can take a video tour. That's cool. I, I, you going to buy it? Because I, I really thought you were going to be appalled. I'm kind of. Eh. I think it's interesting. Well, the fact that eh. it's, the fact that it is a, like, old booking it's got like a booking place and everything i think that's really interesting it sounds like a place that should probably just be made a museum yeah also who puts nine jail cells in the basement and then comfortably is like yeah 
I'll sleep like a baby above nine jail cells <laughs> that were probably in use for a very long time in Fayette, Missouri. Maybe. I don't like it. <laughs> that, pla- that place, 100% haunted. Has to be. Probably. There's no way it's not. It's probably. got jail cells. All right. Well, it sounds like you are interested, so I guess I'll I'll forward you the info, and you can decide if it's an investment property. I thought you were going to be more like not into it, but McCall's feeling it, so have at ye, I suppose. Oh, okay. Wednesday is Would You Rather Wednesday, and you get the power to read minds today. But positivity or negativity? Which do you want to sort through? Now, while it may not be the most popular pick when it comes to superpowers. I think mind reading is definitely up there. I mean, oh, yeah. how useful would that be in everyday life? Absolutely. Here's the challenge for Would You Rather Wednesday. AJ McCall on VFX. You can read minds, but it can either only be of the people that like you or the people that hate you. One or the other. It's kind of a difficult decision, really. Let's uh, where? Let's uh, go to third perspective here, Tyler. What do you think when it comes to this mind reading thing? I don't think I'd want to read the mind enemies because I feel like that's a dark way to go, and I don't know, it seems like a bad idea. Also, I kind of want to read the minds of people I like because I feel like I feel really guilty about it, and so I think either is a good option. <laughs> I mean, that is the slippery slope. You didn't really make a choice there. It's a slippery slope though because. People like you. They probably have at least a little bit of trust. Now you're reading their mind. People don't like you. Well, they don't like you, so that's a lot of negativity to surround yourself with. It is a slippery slope. I gotta tell you, I'm going with the people that don't like me. I am too. I think it's a good. It would be a good way to reflect and also hear why they're such scumbag. I'm just kidding. Hear <laughs> no, what they no. think about me. Be like, is that how I come across? Well, I think I think that is. One of the reasons for it, but I also think that like, I don't want to read the minds of the people that like me because then I feel like their disappointment is more like it, it would impact me more than somebody that didn't like me because it's like, you just don't like me. I got that. Cool. So you don't want to read the minds of people that like you in case you start turning them into somebody that dislikes you. You just hear the whole journey in their brain as they get there. Yep. That's deep. Thank you. I mean, I, I'd like to think you could turn it on and off, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just something that just goes off. Like when you're in the vicinity, if you pick people that don't hate you, the people that don't like you, the people that hate you, whenever you happen to stumble into the vicinity of them, it just starts going off and you start hearing everything they're thinking. You know, I it, it would be interesting to know that. I also think that it would make me be able to call people out more, like, ask them or try and straighten out like their perspectives. I mean, I was looking at a self-reflective thing. Yeah. That's how I want to go about it. And if the people like me, they like me. I don't need to know why I'm assuming it has come up or I have been able to work together. I think they like me for this. I'm kind of surprised. Not really. I'm, I'm a little surprised, I guess, that you didn't go that way, McCall, because you're always like, I don't know why people like me or anything. Well, anyway, this is your chance to find out. You ain't going that route. No. No. Nah. Pick for yourself for Would You Rather Wednesday and all our social media, Utah's VFX. Now, it's probably not any more than normal. I've probably just been paying attention a little bit more because of the IQ test, but we did talk this week already in the after show about movie series that have three movies and how McCall blatantly just thinks they're going to suck even though she's seen like four of them. <laughs> And it, it was just the whole thing. Producer Butters and I were trying to argue in favor of specific th- It just, it, it was ugly. The after show from Monday, it's, it's brutal. But give it a shot if you feel so bold or inclined. But that's when we started the IQ test, the I quote test. What's today's quote? Has McCall seen it? Kind of important. Can she figure out where it's from? Don't what not. she'll probably do is know where it's from, has never seen, seen it. it. Yep. And then I'll not just... Seen it. <laughs> Burn and rage. Yeah. The IQ test with AJ and McCall on VFX. IQ stands for I quote, as in I quote a show or movie, and hopefully McCall actually has seen it, though let's be honest, the odds are pretty much impossible that that's the case. Yeah, I don't watch anything. Ideally, though, at some point she'll get around to it, and then when I quote stuff, you know, that's absolutely hilarious, it'll land next time. That's hilarious. 
All right, I'll tell you this. Here's, huh. your, here's your clue for today. One, this is a lesson that I think all of us need to keep in mind with what's going on in the pandemic. And two, this is from a show. Ready? No, but okay. Here we go. <laughs> Leslie, go home. No, I can't. I can't go home. I have to get ready for the Chamber of Secrets. Commerce. If this meeting doesn't go perfectly, the Harvest Festival is going to be over before it began. I cannot go home. Okay. Who's your doctor? Anne's my doctor. And she's the most beautiful nurse in the world. Come on. Oh, gosh. Now I'm hot. Now it's really hot in here. Well, that's your fever. Leslie, I looked up your conditions on the computer, and it says you may have network connectivity problems. Crushing it. Parks and Rec. Yes, yes, it is. Because everyone needs to remember that if you don't feel well, go home. Yeah. Here's the actual scene. Leslie, go home. No, I can't. I can't go home. I have to get ready for the Chamber of Secrets. Commerce. If this meeting does not go perfectly, then the Harvest Festival is going to be over before I begin. I cannot go home. Okay, then who's your doctor? Anne's my doctor. And she's the most beautiful nurse in the world. Come on. Oh, God. Now I'm hot. Now it's really hot in okay, here. Okay, well, that's your fever. Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the thing up here, and it says you could have network connectivity problems. <laughs> That's one of the best lines from the whole show. Fun fact, that was an improvised line. It is one of the very few that got into the show, and the writers actually hate themselves that Chris Pratt was able to come up with that, and it is hilarious, more hilarious than anything they could write. Yeah. Now the very important question, have you seen at least that episode? Uh, I don't think I've seen that episode. But, <sighs> but you've watched Parks yeah. and Rec? I can live. Yeah. And again, McCall, what was the lesson from this week's IQ test? Watch movies. <laughs> Go well, home if you're sick. And don't Google your symptoms either no. while we're on the subject. If you Google your symptoms you, right now, it yeah. doesn't matter what you have. Like, my teeth ache. Oh, Rona. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess stubbed my toe. Oh, Rona. <laughs> I guess that's better than network. Or, uh, network. WebMD's uh, uh, dead. You're dying. Practically, you should be dead right now already. I don't know, man. You don't, don't know. Th- you don't know that that's better? Nope. We'll call uh, is it allergies or is it the Rona? Mm, we don't know. Or is it just the summer cold? I had one of those last year. <laughs> McCall wins the IQ test Woo! on VFX. Okay. So while I'm making this pitch to try and get you to watch more things, there's a deal coming out with movie theaters opening back up that McCall, I think, is right up your alley. Oh, now, the whole reason we do the IQ test is to try and save me from having a rage stroke. Correct. Because hopefully McCall will finally see a couple things and then I can quote them and nail it. I'll be like, oh, yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. But even the new potential deal that AMC's releasing, McCall, even you can't turn down. Okay. So movie theaters, obviously in the age of pandemic, closed. What? No. Why? AMC is set to sense. offer some movie theaters tomorrow and to kick off their grand reopening. Okay. They're going to have movies in 2020 at 1920 prices. That means older feature films, obviously you're not going to see new stuff, but like Ghostbusters, Black Panther, Back to the Future, they're going to charge you 15 cents to see. It's pretty impressive. So come on. Even you can't turn down that price. Um. Look, look, hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. I can't. I have Michael to. B. Jordan. I already Black Panther. Movie, oh. So, I, Michael B. Jordan on the big screen. My, Michael B. Jordan on my screen at my house with my snacks. I tried. With my nachos. I'm trying. 15 cents, Michael B. You Jordan. Know, I'm throwing I, everything at the wall. Look, I love the idea. I really do. I still don't like people. Well, at 15 cents, just rent the whole damn theater for yourself. I basically could, really. I mean, because they ain't going to probably not going to let people sit next to each other. It's probably going to be every other seat at least. Yeah. 15 cents, you're out what? Five bucks. $4.75. You and and 10 of your best friends get together. Whole theater for yourselves. quite presumptuous of you. You and Dustin run out the whole theater, (laughs) set you back five bucks. Basically. You'll be all right. Nah. You'll be all right. I think I'll just watch it in my house. I tried. I really did. I'm sorry. You know, it's really interesting. I watched a commercial the other day that actually had a like a new Disney movie that was going to be coming out that was like specifically for Disney Plus. 
And I was kind of sad about it because I was like, oh, I loved watching Disney movies in the theaters, but it's probably never going to happen ever again for the rest of forever and ever. Amen. Maybe. And I'm not going to pay for Disney, Maybe. Disney Plus. One thing that can uh, ruin a, a movie experience is, is kids. Let's be honest. They can shout. They can yell. And you're like, I'm trying to focus on the and movie. And they try and punch you. But we, you got punched by a kid in a movie theater? Sometimes. I got yelled at by a kid in a movie theater once and it ruined my life. Well, we have a different kind of issue. Not the movie theater, but the workplace. And it is causing Uh issues and drama. It's been brought to our attention. Someone having a little bit of an issue. Yeah. In the workplace. Got it. AJ and McCall's debate date on VFX. Is it because of us? Is it because of us? Oh, I hope not. Did we do it this time? At this point in time, it is not us, but do not... Uh, we will see. Do not deny that we may, in fact, be an underlying factor. I'm not sure. <laughs> Ashley, what uh, what is going on at your workplace? There is this new coworker that has started to bring her kid to work, and, like, he's young, and he is just there the whole time and in places he is not supposed to be where a child shouldn't be and he runs around the store he's screaming he's um like making a mess of things touching everything and then i think the thing that bothers me the worst like the most is she will leave like walk away go outside and just like expect the other co-workers to just watch him and he'll like follow us around and ask us for things and we're like we're not here to like do our job and babysit your kid yes ah, no thank you ashley uh i 100 hate that agreed. agreed one of my least favorite things i experienced early on in utah and look let's be honest one there can be emergencies. Totally. Clearly, it's not the case because it's an everyday thing or mm-hmm. a regular occurrence. Two. It's a consistent thing, yeah. Two, this is obviously not every parent and kid combo. No, 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 no. No, of so course not. Let's course get not. the two obvious ones out of the way so nobody has to text. We well, you right. know. No, we got it. But one of my least favorite experiences when I first moved here was like just the parents that would just let their kids run amok. I went to see a University of Utah football game. The kids behind me were kicking me. The parents weren't doing anything. Right. I went to the factory pizzeria to play pool. There was a parent that I think had just come to hang out with their friends and had like six kids. They just let run around who were interfering with our pool game. Right. It's like, look, as Ashley stated, anybody else's responsibility to watch your kids unless you're paying them. Right. See, the thing about it is like being able to have the flexibility and have your kids come to work with you, I think is cool. However, it also comes down to liability issues um, that big companies Call are that legal mumbo jumbo. Yeah, that that then people have to take care of, and you know it, it comes down to the liability factor of it. And if your kid gets injured, your workplace is going to be responsible for your kid getting injured. And last I checked, they don't have them on the payroll. So now that that's going to kind of turn a into a, that's going to turn into a total legal issue. And you know I. I, again, I appreciate there are a lot of jobs that have the capability for you to be able to take your kid to work with you. I think it's cool. I think there's a really cool opportunity, but there is a time and a place for that. When I used to work in Vernal, the radio station out there was a family-owned business, and everybody that worked there brought their kid in. And I, I kid you not when I tell you that we had so many issues because they wouldn't pay attention and so the kids would go into the on-air room and they would turn on the microphones oh, and they would yell God. on the That's microphones and it an turns absolute nightmare. and it, it, it was it was a mess but you know it was a family thing so it was like oh silly kid so no it's called professionalism <laughs> yeah. have some yeah oh that that it enraged was it was bad like don't get me wrong like uh, the last radio station i worked at for uh is my boss my boss boss yeah big boss was a dad, and he brought his kids in, but his kids were so well-behaved. Yep. He'd set them up in the conference room, yeah. and they'd stay there. And be, and I can live with that. I don't want it to be a regular occurrence, but it, I can live with it. But it's the it's them getting into places. It's the expectation that they would have to – you have to watch the kids and make sure – because I, I think we can all infer from Ashley's thing, too, is that what happens is there's a natural – 
responsibility that kicks in when the kids like mess with stuff they shouldn't and you're like hey it's like i can't don't touch that skin burning acid yeah i'm not allowed to parent your child because then you get in trouble for it yep it's the worst yep six eight two five five the number to text start your text with vfx so the solution becomes maybe an option at least back when i was a kid you leave them at home, right? Yeah. You know, there's all this talk of the school stuff and and all that. Well, what the heck do you do when parents have to go to work? Things have changed, but I think an old answer is still a good answer. Ashley started off the debate today talking about a situation at work where a coworker continually brings in their kid and then everyone feels like they're responsible, you know, because it's a fragile human life and they right. hate it. Right. I get that. AJ McCall on VFX. Like, I don't want that. I'm going to try and stop the kid from hurting himself, too, but I'm going to be really mad about it. (laughs) Right. Because I ain't check, but I'm not on the clock for babysitting money right now. No. So stop it. You know, and again, like AJ said, we get emergencies. Totally. Yes. Different situation. Yes. We're not talking emergencies. We're talking a consistent thing. It's a regular thing. All the time. So my question is, I remember all the time. And you've probably seen the meme. There's one that's come up. It's something like, uh, parents, we can't leave our kids at home alone. <laughs> 90s parents look the other look way. Look the other way. I remember being left e. home alone all the time as a I kid. Judge Judy was my best friend. Shoot. <laughs> I loved her. Yeah, I watched some of that too. I'll be I honest. still love Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Joe Brown's another one that I really love. Ah. Ah. Anyway, beside Calling the point. all the trash TV. I love it. How dare you? It's trash, trash on my trash it's TV. Tr- it's trash TV. It's my favorite. Favorite trash no, TV. No, honestly, I'm not saying like, hey, you're five years old. Good luck. No. Good for yourself. But we're talking like, know. you know. Double digits? Is that fair? Yeah. I feel like you're you're able to fend for yourself. You know where most things are. Yeah. You're cognizant enough that I think your parents can tell you, you know, don't, don't leave the house. Don't things on fire. Don't let strangers in. Right. And you're aware of that. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, Cody, what do you think? I, I, I feel like I grew up. Being left home all the t- alone all the time, I feel like that's a solution. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I grew up the same way. It was be back by dinner. That was the only instruction. So that's nice. Maybe I'm an old guy, but I'm totally about it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if anything, to put a qualifier on this to help the parents out there, what do you think the minimum age is? How old do you think a kid should be before you're like, all right, you you can fend for yourself if you get hungry. I don't think you'll wander off anywhere. Yeah, probably 11 or 12. Yeah, I can roll with that. Frankly, I believe uh, it was you, McCall, that was famously quoted as uh, one of the reasons you're uh, the oldest of four, so you became a free babysitter. Yeah. I watch my brother all the time. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. I'm just saying. I feel like 10, 11, 12, I'm with it. They can fend for themselves. Especially now with all the entertainment. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're worried about them getting into things they're not supposed to. And there's obviously a lot more ways to do that now than when I was a kid. But TV, some video games. I was I was right as rain. I knew where the snacks were. I was good to go. Yep. I say leave the kids at home. They'd be aight. They'd be fine. They got it. Plus, everybody got cell phones now. When I was a kid, nobody had those. Now you can't. See, but that's need- the problem is that everybody has cell phones. And so the communication that's being had in that leave your kids at home period, not great. That's what I'm saying. Now you have cell phones to call mom and dad. I think 10 to 12, 10 or, to 12 is... Or random strangers on the internet. Well, Pass. that's what they have parental blocks for. I mean, I could go put a block right now on my Xfinity to make it so that it turns off at a certain time. I think you could figure it out. Yeah. Remember how, like, kids are tech support now? <laughs> you can Remember? figure it out for the most part. I, I say leave it home. I just say don't have them, so... Sorry. That's my solution. The debate date on VFX with AJ and McCall. Okay, how about we transition to the ones that McCall takes care of because... Uh, Dogs! Look, <laughs> no one's going to say on the same level, but... No, not parents, at all on the same level. Parents. Period. Nowhere near close to the same level. I task you because I think McCall has experienced something recently with her dog this week. That is up there with what some of the worst things that parents of actual kids oh, could deal with. It just sucks. McCall has a issue with one of her <laughs> dogs that, dare I say, look, I know there's challenges raising kids. Totally. I don't like no first hand, but, yes. but I was a kid once upon a time, so I got a pretty good right. idea. So 
it, it's an issue and it's an issue that I've had before with it's sis bless her for you know you save dogs and the free dogs are always the expensive ones <laughs> It doesn't matter if they're free. Right. You drop buku bucks on them because they always have issues. I love her more than like my life. She's adorable. She has overactive uh, glands and they are terrible. They literally ruin my life because it is like the most wretched putrid smell you could ever imagine. And it's like <laughs> randomly she just overactively glands i guess you could say and i it ruins my it ruins my life it makes my whole house stinky i'm i'm very upset so she has to go in today to go and get those fixed because there will be no longer any more nights that i wake up to like gland juice on my bed it's disgusting bless my dog Ah, bless my dog. Ugh. Okay, so you, so sis was also the one that got sprayed by the skunk. What's worse, the skunk or the overactive oh, glands? Gosh. The skunk spray goes away eventually. This is like continuous. Lingers. Ooh. Oh, it does. Ooh. It's bad, and it like, Ooh. it is like wretched. I mean, it is. It's a very distinctive smell, and it is like, so it I- smells like something died. <laughs> So what I'm hearing is McCall making the case it's thus far. Terrible. Thus far this morning, no kids, no dogs. No, I love Got my it. dogs. I love my Got dogs. It. No, I, I hear loud and clear. I, uh, I hear you. I, I'm excited to go get her to the uh, groomer. She's getting groomed today. She's probably not excited to get groomed today, but <laughs> her glands I'm not. I'm of. not taking care of that. Ugh, I'm pass. sorry. Hard. Pass. Things have to go places they shouldn't go, and it's not happening on my end. So. I wish I had gland advice for you, hmm. but I don't. It's AJ okay. McCall at VFX. It should be taken care of later today. But if I- it's not, I'm going to be real sad. <laughs> That's just another angry email you're going to have to send as you continue to track down I- bad service. Oh my. Ooh. <laughs> Before I get you started on that, though, I need your help. Okay. Because you remember how I sort of criticized my friend for being a cheapskate? Yeah. Yeah, so magically, I completely unrelated, haven't heard from him since. Oh, great. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, I can't find a correlation between this, but a f- my friend visited. Okay. And I talked about it because... They were there. They were here. We he did was the here, thing, right? And, and there were a couple of nicer meals we went to, and he didn't offer to pay, didn't Venmo any any cash afterwards, and I right. needed some advice because, like, normally not a cheapskate. Right. And McCall was like, "Well, it's long gone. He didn't say anything." So, yeah. so I I never messaged him. Just so right. we're all clear, I never said anything. Good to clarify. But since we've done that topic, I have not heard from him. Oh, okay, he hates you. I've I've Snapchatted him. Nope, he I've, hates you. Has I've he opened texted him? him. Has he uh, opened I've, your Snapchats? Because if he's opened your Snapchats and not responded, there's an issue. That means he hates you. But if he hasn't opened your Snapchats, then... Well, eh. I've, I've referenced him in the group thread because, no, I texted him first. And after he didn't respond, I was like, oh, he's busy. But he's always on a Snapchat because he's got to flirt with the ladies. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just reference him in our group one and then get around to it. And so he finally did acknowledge this past weekend... Uh, in the group thread we have with me and like seven friends. Okay. And he said, hey, sorry, I've just had my Snapchat notifications muted. I've been busy. So he's he's not dead. That's good. But he so hasn't responded to my text. You. He hasn't responded to my text, though. He's just been busy. That takes a lot of energy. Every once in a while, I'll get a text message that I'm like, I don't have the energy to respond to this. And suddenly it's three weeks later and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I was planning on texting you back, which reminds me. Oh, crap. There was a conversation that I was supposed to be having with somebody last week, and I have not <laughs> finished that. Shoot. Okay. Um, crap. Anyway, beside the point. I apparently went to the wrong person for advice on this. Yeah. Then. I am awful with this. I do this a lot. I do this a lot because in my brain, I'll be like, okay, when I have energy, I will respond to you because we will have a an exchange of a conversation usually. Sometimes I just I just don't I just don't have it. So, what's <laughs> not okay? Helpful. So uh, the 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 hope that I've now been given is that maybe just maybe he doesn't hate you. Maybe that's what we strive for, right? Yeah. Maybe just maybe people don't hate you. Maybe thank goodness.
But if you're part of our Park Narc nominees, people do, in fact, I can guarantee yes. they hate you. Yes. AJ McCall on VFX. Friday, we will find out who is the most <gasps> annoying parking spot in the Valley this week. Yeah. Nominee number one is Triangle Points, where I go. Crushed it. Now, this is not an unusual one. Someone who sees those striping lines that say, don't park here, they think that's for everyone uh, but, but me. me. Obviously. This Nominee is for number me. two, though, is a smart car towing. <laughs> And I'm not sure what they're towing. It looks like an itty bitty little baby trailer, which makes it look like a normal sized, normal sized car. In which case you think they could just ask someone for help. Like, hey, so I have literally just room for me and a pizza in this thing and I need to move some stuff. So can I borrow your normal sized car? Here's the thing. You can just like pick that up. Like you just (laughs) lift it and scoot it into the right spot. What are you moving? Like a car. Four t-shirts. Yeah. Five, Nominee maybe. number two is not so smart car and manages to take up four, four parking spots. Pretty impressive. Four. I don't know how they take up an entire one, but whatever. Well, not just that. It's not even like the, obviously the trailer helps because it makes the whole thing longer. Right. right. But the smart car itself is the one taking up the four spots. Yeah. It's not like it's in two and the trailer's in two. No. It's ridiculous. Vote for which one annoys you the most. Because we're going to find out Friday when we tally up the votes, the winner's going to get that Apple Spice gift card. Mm -mm -mm. And if you see some bad parking, safely take a picture and submit it to Utah's VFX so you can be entered in for Park VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with. So what do we have to offer up in the ideas of comedy, inspiration, or just to make you think? AJ Knight McCall, Taylor Addis on Facebook could be your post, McCall. Hit me. Okay, I landed on my friend Shanna's post, and my friend Shanna says, change your language to what if it does work out. Believe in possibilities. Think of the best case scenarios. Retraining your mind will lift you higher out of overthinking, stress, and worrying of negative habitual thoughts. Change starts with your mindset. Shift it. Switch it. I like that. I do, too. I went with a different type of a post. I landed on my friend Dylan, who shared a tweet, says, Muhammad Ali, Float like a butterfly. Jellyfish. Done. Okay. Muhammad Ali. Sting like a bee. Oh my gosh. Jellyfish. I am nailing this. Yeah, you are. Wow. Uh, I love that. You can win. Yay, jellyfish victory. Yeah. Little, 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 little. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media. Find us and add us just like Utah's VFX across all social media. This is the week we give away at Serenoni Blanket. So. If you want to be entered in for that giveaway, Utah's VFX, all social media. You follow us, you're entered in. That's how we draw. That's where we draw from. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, all of them will work. Also, utahsvfx.com where the podcasts are, the streams, the links to the socials, or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts be. You know, McCall, I got a, I got a bone to pick with this window we get to look out of at your 6 o'clock. Correct. Because... Just I don't know if it's because the window is dirty, but the way it's framed, it just always looks cloudy. Well, it, it's cloudy today. It's really cloudy. But it looks like that every day. And then I go yeah, outside and it's and like, it's nope, it's murder sun. Yeah. It's like that level of Super Mario where the mm-hmm. sun attacks you. It's that. Yep. That's yep. what it is. The sun will be attacking us. I'm good with cloudy. Nobody needs to see triple digits. Nowhere in the history of mankind we're like, you know what? 99's just not quite hot enough. Can we get the hundo, please? That's fair. In the words of the McCall Taylor, hydrate. Yeah. Anything else to leave the people with, McCall? Mm, no, that's it. So until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.